My fellow deep thinkers, welcome to Deeper Meaning Time. Today is episode 15, and today I want to uh, get back with you guys. I know it's been over a month since my last episode, uh, and if I've still got, you know, supporters and faithful followers out there, thank you so much for your support, and uh, I hope you uh, are still enjoying Deeper Meaning Time, even though we just had a short break there. Um, But I, I really, I need to sort of maybe just explain that I, I shouldn't, I shouldn't give people, um, too many promises that, that I can't keep. Um, because clearly I just, I'm always like, I'm always let down by something. And, uh, as of recently, um, you know, in, in between the time I haven't been recording, I've been really trying to get someone good, um, on this show, uh, someone to have a conversation with. Um, you guys have heard me talking about it before. Um, and I've had buddies and all kinds of different people I've asked, uh, and it always just falls through. And, uh, so it's just really disappointing. Um, I'm still trying and, uh, I'm still working on finding somebody and I might even go as far as just, uh, look and try to find somebody on, uh, you know, per se on Reddit or something like that. Um, but I was, uh, attempting anyways, I actually got into a correspondence with Tyler of Secure Team, I was trying to, um, I had actually, you know, wrote out some questions and everything. I thought he would be actually someone great to interview um, and to have as the first guest on this show. Uh, He is, you know, I've been following him for a long time and I've been watching his work and he's, he's just, he's another guy, you know, he's just like one of anybody, one of us, you know, that's listening to this uh, or just like me, myself, just another guy with a, with a message and a passion and uh and you know youtube and a means of doing it and you know for me i got i have anchor in this podcast but uh so you know needless to say um i'm, I'm trying to be back in the game here um i know it was a, a long break and i'm sorry you know man that sucks you know it it really did but uh i was just uh you know i was trying to get over this winter hump and trying to get through the cold the cold season um you know, every, everything from, from allergies, uh, to just getting, you know, sick here and there. And I just down in the dumps. So, but, uh, guys today, I wanted to talk about, um, something that I ran into, um, from another one of my favorite, uh, YouTubers, which is bright insight. And if you guys haven't heard of bright insight, go check out Jimmy. His channel is awesome. I think I've probably talked about him once on here. He is someone who I uh, really want to try to to have a conversation with in the future. Uh, He is someone who is very down to earth. I love his background and uh, the way that he's got into the landscape of the information and the stuff that he that he discusses and I, i it just intrigues me you know because he comes from the military and i just find it very fascinating that he left the military to run a a channel kind of about sort of about conspiracies and and similar things that we talk about but uh, i came across a a new video of his the other day and uh, he had actually it's funny it's kind of like we're just kind of training these together here Uh, he had ran maybe into um, another youtube channel suspicious observers who uh, had uploaded a video about this CIA document. And so I, you know, I looked into the document and I, you know, also watched Jimmy's video, which he did a 40 minute detail about it, which was really good. Uh, and I'm probably not going to get that long into it today, but I, I found this document totally bizarre. Uh, it was a book or sort of, um, a, a paper written, um, back, you know, some years ago, you know, I, it's been a minute now since I watched the video, but it was written back, uh, 
I think I want to say maybe maybe in the in the 60s I don't know it that's besides the point the point is it's called the Adam and Eve story and it is about uh, cataclysms it's about catastrophes and disasters that uh, our planet has undergone and that our society has undergone and, and humans as a whole and we've discussed here before about how there is you know fossil dating and there's record you know basically that we have created that shows that humans you know have been around for over for over 330 million years uh, this number just boggles my mind because where is all of the all of the records what why isn't human why you know why aren't we much more advanced does it really take this long to advance you know as a as a civilization or have there been advanced civilizations in the past that we just have no records of anymore well so this is what i have decided i think i want to do um and you know and when i and if i do it you know I'm, i'll i'll definitely ask for you guys support on here but i'm thinking that we need to start some type of fundraiser uh, go fund me or something but we need to have you know um we need to do what the egyptians did you know per se so called what the egyptians did and and that's in building the pyramids we need to build some type of monument some type of uh, structure or something that would withstand because uh that would withstand time because what we build now you know, homes and stuff, they, they definitely, they don't actually withstand the elements. You know, I, I work on homes for a living. I've done it for a long time. And I can tell that weather and all kinds of seasonal changes wreck, um, you know, just, uh, just devastate homes. It does all kinds of things to the exterior, to the interior, water. I mean, it's crazy. So we need to build something that could weather all of the elements for a very long time, not just 50 years, 50 to 100 years. I'm talking about something that would withstand thousands upon thousands of years. Because here is what the Adam and Eve story talks about. Is that 12, basically, and I'm, this is me just kind of summarizing it. You guys can go out there and, and you know dig into this information on your own. But uh, So basically every 12,000 years or so, there's a major catastrophe on this earth that also precedes uh, the earth's magnetic poles flipping which we have records of that date back you know 700,000 years <clears throat> um, and that uh, before that you know it was like 200,000 years so we are you know significantly uh, you know overdue for a pole flip and that is, you know, one of science's big things, you know, as of late is discussing and you know, researching um, the poles of the earth, the magnetic poles, the north and the south, trying to determine, you know, how it, why it's flipping, when, when it's going to, um, you know, how to counteract its effects, because when it, our poles flip, it's probably going to knock out nearly all of the GPS satellites. Um, it's probably going to knock out your direct TV satellite. It's going to wreck... All kinds of things. Uh, I keep using the word wreck. I don't know why I always do that. Uh, but it's going to cause a lot of chaos for sure. There's no way it's not. You know, we might even have electrical grid problems. Um, who who knows? The the consequences are going to be pretty severe. And it is possible, and I believe this maybe you know uh, that this is the truth is that 
there might, may have been already at one point a civilization just like ours that builds, you know, homes that only last for 50 years. But they did all this, you know, a couple hundred thousand years ago when the earth was very different and when times were very different. But they must have at some time experienced a, a catastrophic uh, either pole flipping, you know, moment or uh, some type of disaster because you know we have fossil records for dinosaurs and we have all these things that that show when all of these um, animals you know you, they, the and this is what the adam and eve story you know tells about is that there are these levels these layers uh, set of sediment basically where we can understand and know where all of these creatures have been at what times they were at and you know and so we but we, well, we can't find, you know, we don't find structures, but we're not, we're not digging up the earth. You know, we're not digging in your background to see if, you know, a couple hundred thousand years ago, there was some type of evidence of a home there. You know, there, the chances are if it, if they built something like what we build today, you know, a hundred thousand years, it's gone. There is absolutely no remnants of it. So we could be running into sort of this cycle this this looping effect that humanity is going through and goes through where we grow and we grow and we grow and we get to this point where we think we know everything we think we know everything that's going on and then the poles of our beautiful earth change and all kinds of havoc you know and chaos ensue on our planet um, and, and that's from, you know, and that could even come from you know, after that, you know, now we have, maybe we have an asteroid impact or we have, uh, devastating earthquakes because earthquakes are probably what will go along with the pole flipping. So you may have earthquakes that are so devastating that, you know, humongous fissures come out of the surface of the earth and mountains and volcanoes, you know, all, all kinds of things, uh, crumble and fall apart and erupt and, um, the 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 danger and the chaos of it would just cripple humanity and then they would leave their remnants of their homes and their buildings and they'd only last you know a couple hundred years and eventually it's gone a hundred thousand years and there's no record so if human if humans have been predated like 300 you know uh, maybe i'm wrong maybe it's 330,000 years ago maybe it's not 330 million it seems like it's 330 million Either, either number is insane, but that, but that still leaves this period of time that humans could have been here already. And I think that it's important for our future, if this is a common occurrence, which is what the Adam and Eve story talks about, is that this will happen again, and it's going to happen again. It's a matter of when and how bad, basically, you know, just as they talk about climate change. And climate change is a huge contributing factor to, you know, the, the evidence of this is happening. Like, and it, it is going to happen. Um, but basically, with the and I, I wanted to just finish with the pole flips, uh, because when the poles flip, there there's basically record there, there's records that that show that the pole flips, um, and it does so, and that those records are there, but the pole actually can flip and flip back causing even more chaos and more destruction and more you know problems with the earth and with that there wouldn't be a record because it happens so fast 
And in the case of uh, basically 12,000 years ago from this date, they are in belief that the pole in a six-day event, the poles flipped and then came back. And doing so caused so much destruction on this earth. And that in, and, and that in this same uh, time period, we also had an asteroid out of the... Uh, trying to remember where it comes from uh, it might be an asteroid that, that came out of the Oort cloud um, I'm not sure but it's a, it was an asteroid that came from behind the sun and, he, and one way or another these events happen relatively close to each other creating this chain reaction of events that wiped out a civilization that was advanced that was way further ahead in, in you know spirituality in uh, in science possibly you know in all kinds of things and we are nowhere near what they probably were at some 12,000 years ago but they did leave us things at, at places such as Gobekli Tepe they left the pyramids um, they left the Sphinx and the Sphinx is even predated to be possibly older than 12,000 years old which means that it did exist with another civilization before, you know, before the biblical flood, before, um, before the, you know, the so-called um, ice age that we, that our planet went through. So there's, there was these large events that really detailed this catastrophic time period for this planet. And for human beings. So, back to me, my monument. You know, we need to, we need to build something together as a civilization, a marker that shows that we made it this far, and possibly even somehow be able to leave the tools for another civilization that that would follow after us, so that we could further advance that civilization. And so that eventually we could get to a point where we've es escaped, basically, that loop. We have left the loop because we have set ourselves up before the end of each loop. And by the end of each loop, we are capable of doing more and more and more. And by the time we have reached so sort of, you know, uh, the, maybe uh, you know, the, the, uh, the climax or the peak of, of this loop, we then split off because we could get through it and whether that's with leaving earth or um, you know whether that's freezing you know some type of um, cryo you know type of thing I'm not sure you know it doesn't that that's for the future to decide how we're going to do it but I don't <laughs> it seems to me like we're probably not going to make it this group of, of human beings that is surviving and living right now isn't going to make the next global catastrophe. We've pooled all of our resources and all of our energy into fossil fuels, into electricity, and into things that, one, aren't renewable, and two, require so much connectivity. We're trying to connect everything, and we're relying on things that only Mother Nature understands, things that we don't understand as a, as a civilization. So we're messing with some tricky stuff and we need to have a, a, a backup plan for our future civilizations for our future selves 
so that we can succeed in the coming uh, millennia, you know. But uh, <clears throat> I'm not trying to scare people or worry people because we have a lot of time, I'm sure, until something bad actually happens. But what about your family's 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 family? Or who knows? It could all happen tomorrow. Or maybe it's happening now. And that is probably the case, that it's happening right now. And that over you know a period of time, we're going to come to our demise. And so maybe we build a, a pyramid here in America. We build something um, out of out, something with the earth that we can, you know, possibly store stuff inside some type of vacuum chamber, you know, time capsule only to be opened in the year, uh, you know, 24,000, something like that. You know, so I, I don't know, you know, but we need to, we need to ready ourselves in case that this is, you know, this is real. And the Adam and Eve story, I just want to get a quick, you know, give you some quick information real quick about it. Uh, the Adam and Eve story was taken after it was written and published by the CIA and was uh, heavily, heavily sanitized before it was released to the public uh, back in, I think, like the early 90s or something like that. And, and it was so much redaction. There was originally 200 pages of this document which ended up being, I think, only 50 pages. So you're missing a great deal of information. It's all been pulled. And what they've given, um, they've given the public is basically this totally screwed up version of, of this story. But from what people can gather and uh, from, I think, some other leaked documents that show what uh, some of the other pages said, there is this belief that was uh, possibly widely believed some, you know, uh, some decades ago about our earth going through these cycles and that, uh, and that, that we are due and we're due for another one. And I had this strange feeling after, you know, after reading and hearing about, uh, about this, that maybe the reason we're trying so hard to go to the moon all of a sudden is because they know all about it. They know that this is going to happen. They know that the poles are going to flip. They know that something's going to come about. And they're trying to ready themselves with some type of moon base here in the next few decades. Just to leave the rest of humanity behind so that they can restart. Which, if that's what they're doing, I'm all for it. But they need to let everybody in on it. You know, I, I'm sorry that, that all these world governments have sort of let, you know, a uh, population just get overblown to the point that it would be impossible to put everybody in, everybody on the world, put them all in Texas or whatever, you know, lift up the state of Texas and put it on the moon. It's probably not going to happen. So what what is going to happen with all the people that are going to be left here and while the government hangs out on their moon base? You know, as SpaceX flies them to and from, what's going to happen to SpaceX? You know, they're not government. How are they going to get back? NASA? You know, what, what, who's going to, uh, who's going to fund this venture afterwards? Unless they're hiding a bunch of military tech that they've already funded, you know, spaceships, cruisers, all kinds of things to ready themselves for the future. They're, they're going to be screwed. They're going to build a moon base. And then what? They'll just die anyways. 
something will go wrong. So I don't know, you know, I don't know what they're doing with the moon base, but I've had that thought that maybe the moon base is sort of their escape plan in case this does happen. And, uh, you know, to, to just leave humanity behind, which maybe we are the civilization that is ready to move forward, um, to break out of the loop. Maybe we're not the last, you know, maybe we're not uh, uh, one of the civilizations in the middle that's just going to die again to, to have to restart and to start over and everything. Maybe we are at the end and it is time for us to break out of this cycle and break through all this. And maybe that's why the energy is so thick around us or something. I'm, you know, I'm not sure. But the point is, is that we need to, we need to support each other in this. You know, that's, that's why I want to do this monument. You know, you, you gather the people. You get the people to understand, you know, the fear, the, the possibilities. Not to be fearful, but to just know that there is this global fear that could possibly be, you know, actual reality at some point. And I really wish there was more information about the Adam and Eve story. I really couldn't find a whole lot. Um, I should probably go dig in a little bit deeper. I, I, I really just kind of did more YouTube research on it than anything. Um, but uh, and some general you know, Google searches. But um, if you can find the paper, you know, the actual paper somehow and get it out there to the public, that would be incredible because that is what we would need. I mean, that there is probably some really good information in that story. But uh, guys, I highly suggest you head to uh, Bright Insight. Check out his channel um, and uh, listen to what he has to say about uh, all this. And, uh, you know, check out Suspicious Observers. They did a good job. Uh, it's a quick 10-minute video about, uh, you know, th this whole Earth catastrophe thing. And, uh, guys, I'm, I'm really excited for, uh, you know, this summer. And I'm excited for warmer weather. And I'm getting in a better mood. Uh, things are coming into fruition, you know, uh, as of recently. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping I'm back on the train here. Um, I'm not going to make any promises about my next episode. I'm not going to make any promises anymore about, you know, people, uh, being on the podcast because it's just, it's not going to happen, uh, organically. I'm going to have to force it. So we'll see what, we'll see what goes down here in the, the next few weeks. But, uh, guys, I am alive and I, I definitely want everyone to understand that I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not just uh, trying. I actually removed all the ads from my um, from my episodes, and I'm not out here to make money. I'm out here to to spread a word, to to spread a message about you know deeper meanings and deeper thinking um, in general, and just understanding that there's more uh, to this life than uh, than meets the eye, and that that holds true across the board for, with everything and. It's so important that you keep that in mind, and that is that is the goal on deeper meaning time to, to spread um, all this to spread all the knowledge of all the greats and of all the people um, around the world to share you know ideas and inspirations. It's to get more people involved, and so if you want to be involved with deeper meaning time, please email me at deepermeaningtime at gmail.com. Um, you can also find my website where you can comment, share, like and uh, follow me um, if you use a WordPress account. But uh, you can always check out my website, deepermeaningtime.com, where I post every episode. 
And uh, I have a very easy to use podcast page, which you can just click on a link and it'll take you to your favorite app um, or website that you listen to podcasts on. And guys, uh, you know, I just wish you'd stay tuned. I do have more uh, information in the works, but uh, I really kind of just like to let information organically, um, you know, feed uh, into my mind and, and into my thoughts. And uh, it, it just feels better to just, you know, let, let the information, not force the information, because I feel like when you force information and, uh, and you really, um, you know, you really get detailed into it, you, you kind of lose sort of your passion for the information. But uh, when you sort of let it brew and you let it sit around in your mind for a while um, and you visualize, you know, sort of different things, you, you slowly things do come into picture. And then is when your information is solid. Um, and, I, and that is one of the bigger ways I kind of like and enjoy um, doing this podcast. So, you know, again, no promises with anything, but I'm definitely going to try a lot harder to uh, get more video uh, videos, more podcast episodes out. Uh, that's kind of I wanted to be that that to be my uh, my goal for this year was to uh, really get hard into deeper meaning time. But uh, things have you know kind of come up, and uh, I've had to push deeper meaning time sort of by the wayside. But uh, I definitely want to encourage everybody to check out uh, to uh, check out my website and get an interaction going. You can also find my Reddit page and get an interaction going with me on Reddit. Um, I do frequent the Reddit podcasters page and uh, podcasting and podcasts. Um, those pages are a great place to actually sort of have a, a group conversation, a community um, of people that listen to podcasts or people that actually do podcasting. So you can you can find me in a lot of ways, and I definitely I just want to I want you guys to understand that I want to grow this community and and grow this uh, grow this show in this in this uh, channel. And, uh, and so with that, I, I wanted to leave you with a, another little tidbit that I uh, was reading about recently that I guess you guys should really be interested in and look forward to uh, seeing. Is from the telescope they call the Event Horizon or the Horizon Telescope. Um, and it is basically an array of all the... Uh, radio telescopes on the entire planet and they connected all of them together uh, you know over the internet I'm guessing or through satellites they connected them all and they looked at Sagittarius A uh, up in the night sky and that is at the center of Sagittarius A is a black hole which they had gotten a picture of um, not 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 these radio telescopes but there is a sort of a picture of this uh, little galaxy um, pretty, pretty far away and all it looks like is just a bright white blur. But with the Horizon Telescope, they believe that they will be able to capture the event horizon of the black hole with using uh, these radio telescopes. And it's really interesting how they managed to get the picture. They basically, they're using these telescopes in the gamma uh, spectrum. If I remember right and and using that spectrum they're able to just basically paint a picture of what it would look like um, based on the observations from all the telescopes of what the gamma rays are you know currently uh, where they're at what you know what, what they look like where the gamma rays are coming from and you could sort of just filter the light 
to give you an idea of what it looks like. Um, so that is really something really cool um, and really interesting that I'm looking forward to um, in the news coming up here within the next couple of weeks. So please, you know, stay tuned. You know, you, I'm hoping to definitely talk about uh, black holes here soon. I've had a lot of ideas about black holes and maybe what they do and what they are. Uh, just a small thing such as like that they with white holes I don't know if anybody I'll, I'll start with that and I'll, I'll end with this white holes which are a I think they're a, th a theory I, I don't believe they're anything that ever that is actually proven but they believe somewhere in the universe there must be a white hole which uh, is basically the opposite of a black hole and so it is feeding back in energy to basically keep um, you know with the laws of the conservation of energy um, so what that would mean is that when you would you know basically go through a black hole yeah you're shredded into you know you're, you're taken to an infinite point and then outside of that infinite point it expands again you know which is in a white hole so maybe either you're you know either it's taking you into a different universe or it's taking you to a different place in our universe it, it's hard to really understand or maybe it's through a, another dimension but white holes are just a theory but i do like this theory and it makes a lot of sense where the event horizon is the dielectric field of what a magnet is you know basically right in, if you look at a magnet just take a, a coin magnet a little circular magnet there is a north and a south, a top and a bottom. But in the middle is the dielectric plane. And the dielectric plane um, or the dielectric field, which kind of um, protrudes outward, is something that sort of the event horizon resembles. And so the black hole, you know, is either north or south. And on the other side of it would be north or south. And the event horizon uh, would be the, the dielectric plane. And there's an interesting thing about magnets and the way that you can look at magnets and understand them. And you can sort of connect them with a lot of different things in the universe. And uh, so I, it, that is something that um, I definitely want to get into. And I want to find more information about uh, magnets and the way that they work with the universe. Uh, they talk all the time about the magnetic field of the earth. They talk about the electromagnetic spectrum. They talk about electromagnetic frequencies. Everything is, um, when I, when I hear it, everything is electricity and magnetism. You know, I don't, I don't really hear gravity except for when they talk about gravity. And, but to me, and I've, have discussed this here before on deeper meaning time gravity is just a descriptive word a word used to describe a force of magnetism which is different from what you feel on uh, a actual magnet but the effects are still nonetheless the same so uh, they they could hopefully maybe with this picture of a black hole maybe gets a, a different understanding maybe and because we've never seen a black hole we've never really understood they're just um they're really just a theory still until they are actually observed uh they will always kind of be a theory but you know uh einstein and stephen hawking they their theories and their ideas all work out mathematically but perhaps nature doesn't run as mathematically correct as uh one would think when it comes to a black hole so maybe there is some insight that we can get from this picture 
I guess we'll see. Only time will tell. But with that in the, with that in the news, um, there is always all kinds of news related to space. And I'm always looking into it. Um, again, you know, I'm always trying to build some organic information uh, to share with you guys here on Deeper Meaning Time. And I really want to be able to share with someone else uh, you know, this ep- an episode where we can discuss um, the nature of things, the nature of reality or aliens, which I find is a very hot topic on uh, within podcasting, within YouTube. People really enjoy talking about aliens. And, uh, and you know, something that I did forget to mention when it comes to these global catastrophes is aliens. And the fact that maybe it's possible that every so you know thousand however many thousand years twelve thousand years or more eventually maybe an alien civilization that is us you know from the future us human beings come back and supposed supposedly maybe they take you know some people with them or they maybe they take uh, i don't know our technology and then they come back later and they drop it back off you know after civilizations restarted but maybe somehow they intervene you know maybe um an extraterrestrial species that isn't human-like maybe they intervene and uh maybe they've intervened in the past through all these different catastrophes um, and maybe they are helping us along the way knowing that you know our time is pretty short because of the nature of events that take place with the earth and guys you know there's always there's always a constant threat lurking above us the sun um, you know as well as other countries and nuclear war and war in general the sun has devastating cosmic rays that flood into you know our region of space all the time Uh, they're always electrons are always rushing past us and when they are when they deteriorate our magnetic field enough and when they get through it causes a lot of havoc and it can devastate our society and people don't understand this and they don't realize it which is another reason to really uh you know really kind of lobby for green energy renewable energy things that don't require our power grid you know if everybody's home had some type of um you know, just some type of, uh, well, I know that like a self-propelled machine, you know, doesn't really necessarily exist, but if you had something that was just a generator for people's homes that was free, you know, of, of, uh, gas emissions and, and things like that, that cause more harm than they do good, you know, and that's kind of how electricity is, you know, make, making electricity is a huge pollutant. Transmitting electricity isn't good. There's so many issues, and if we don't understand that we could easily, you know, overnight, we could lose it all. And uh, just that fact alone should make us push towards finding more renewable resources, and that may be what, you know, really saves us when a global catastrophe comes, um, and maybe even slows down the, the process. But if we can also look into understanding how our universe truly works, we can come to find out a lot more. Nature isn't as simple as science says and as science acts and wants you to understand. If you really get into science and you really enjoy science, I encourage you read about it, learn more about it, get interested because there's a lot of details that are missing. I find all the time that 
um, authors and scientists and professors, they, they don't have answers for some questions. Questions that make a lot of sense. Questions that people ask all the time. Questions that I want answers to. And for whatever reason, science doesn't have these answers. And it's driving me mad, uh, personally. And I, I constantly hear in interviews and I constantly read, you know, just reading recently one of Richard Feynman's books, you know, even himself, that he was so brilliant. And even him, he was sitting there saying, you know, we don't know, we don't understand, and hopefully in the future somebody will understand. I, it could be you. You know, it could be your neighbor, it could be me, it could be my brother, it could be anybody. Somebody out there has the next best idea. But maybe we all collectively have the next best thing. We all have the next best theory, the next best hypothesis, the, the best key, uh, the next um, step. You know, it, it comes out of us. And, uh, and maybe the future isn't one person anymore. Maybe it's a lot of people and together uh, we can grow a community like Deeper Meaning Time and we can push to new heights and we can push new theories and we can uh, really exploit what science has already started but hasn't finished and what science probably won't ever finish because they're too busy in politics and they're too busy just making faces at each other, trying to get more funding, trying to support this and support that. You know, science is just as corrupt as anything. So we need some real world people, real thinkers, people that um, are passionate about understanding more and learning more and understanding the deeper meanings that are around us all the time. And guys, that is what Deeper Meaning Time is all about. Exploring the endless thoughts and curiosity we have every day and exploring all the deeper meanings time has to offer. Guys, stay tuned for more. My name's Evan. Thanks for listening.